Right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. As always, I'm your host, Adam Smith, with Just the Tips Coaching. And I shouldn't say always because there is the occasional episode where our marketing director, our other coach, superhuman, brand new redhead, Jen Weybor Hart, will boot me off the show and bring on a guest that she wants to uh, have and doesn't want me to interfere with. And we've got a really cool guest for you guys today. Someone who, and this blew my mind, who has not yet been on our show, which seemed weird to me because it felt like Aaron had been, but has actually never done a podcast before. So we are popping her cherry, as it were. Welcome to the wide, wide world of podcasting, Aaron Thank Henderson. You. Thanks for having me. Oh, no, we're pretty excited about this. And, yeah, this is you know, really fun. There's, I can't remember what the TV advertisement is, but there's a guy that's listening to podcasts and sharing about all the, po hey, did you know there's a podcast about tea? And did you know there's a podcast about cats? And um, I can't remember what the commercial was for, but there are so many podcasts out there. I mean, ours is, you know, little speck on the map in comparison to, you know, the Will Ferrell and Joe Rogan and the... Uh, the uh, the Manning brothers, the Peyton and Eli Manning, um, on and on. Um, you've never been on one is kind of cool. We're uh, breaching this with you. I know. I listen to them all the time. Like it's part of my morning routine, but I've just never had the opportunity. So thank oh, you. Oh, that's for cool. It's part of my evening routine. Is and, it? And it? It literally says podcast on my calendar and it pops up every evening and I try and go catch typically a colleague's podcast, uh, yeah. see what other uh, people in the uh, mortgage space or real estate space or coaching space, mortgage and real estate coaching space are doing. But yeah, no, I absolutely, I just think it's my better option, particularly if I'm in the car. Yeah, I agree. It's I used to just solely do music and now I'm like, well, I have all this time. I should just pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> Absorbs that's going to improve my life. Well, and on long drives, like we were discussing before we went live, yeah. Audible. Jen turned me on to Audible years yeah. ago, and it's out of this world, no question. I yeah. still have half a dozen credits that I need to use, but I'm not Same. the bookworm that Jen is by any means. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, so Aaron, let's break this down so that you and our audience kind of have a grip on what goes on here in case we do have any new listeners. But we really try to focus on people that are going to help our audience with ideas, content, information, circumnavigating lead generation, team structure, what makes them successful in their business. And just so you're aware, we do have a vetting process which somehow you managed to get through or you never would have gotten an invitation to be on the show. And that invitation was probably a year ago. Yeah. Because I think Jen has us booked through this year. We're, we're about oh. a year out and we probably do 40 or 45 episodes a year. So um, there are, uh, there's some demand, uh, I guess would be uh, one way to describe it. But yeah, just the tips. What we really focus on is tactical, tractional, things you can be doing to increase your business, to improve your team structure with what I would say are really three different tiers. And maybe Jen will correct me because uh, she's as hands-on with our coaching clients as I am. But the first thing we really want to see all our coaching clients 
obtain is having a strict repeat and referral business. They're not buying internet leads. They're not on the fucking grocery cart and the, they're, they're, you know, not at a bus stop. By the way, guys, people who ride the bus probably aren't buying homes in whatever market you're in. So let's just uh, reel that one back in. I still see it all the time. Uh, maybe you have a bus bench in Beverly Hills. I don't know. That could be something that would, uh, you're not going to get them a house in Beverly Hills, but you might be able to get them a house in uh, East Los Angeles or Compton. I don't know. I don't know enough about LA to uh, answer that question. <clears throat> so I think that's a big deal is getting to a point where your business is strictly repeat and referral. The second is to really get to a point where you're only doing things you love to do or pay you well, high dollar activity. And I think it's important for everybody to understand if you're new to the podcast, if you're new to any direct to consumer, large ticket item sales gig is that if you're in real estate, for example, you don't need to know how to negotiate an inspection objection if you don't have buyers and sellers. No need for you to know that. If you're in the mortgage space, there is no need for you to know how to price out a loan, how to structure a loan. If you don't have any buyers and borrowers, there's no need for it. Fair. The neat thing about all of that is that if you focus on your legion, if you focus on finding buyers and sellers, pretty much everything that is a byproduct of that is something you can pay someone else to do. So get to a point where you're only doing things you love. And granted, I spend years doing activities that I would now consider low dollar activities, but I love to do them. It actually took Jen and the rest of our team kind of kicking me in the ass to unload some of it. And then I would say that the third, the real pinnacle to all of this for all of you, Aaron included, Jen included, myself included, is to build a business that you can walk away from while it still pays you. And maybe even a little better, if you try to interject yourself back in it, you're going to screw it up because the people that you brought onto your team have carried their jobs further than you did while you were present. They've, uh, they're, they're better than when you started working together. So that's really it. And I think that uh, as far as what our audience would like to know is where did Erin come from? What is her background? How did she get into this goofball business? What is she? How did she start getting business? How does she get business now? What does her team look like? Because they already know that we vetted you, that you're doing some business. So hit us up, Aaron. How did you? Where do you come from? How'd you get into real estate? I, I know you're from Pittsburgh. True. Okay. I am. Born and raised. I love the Three Rivers area. Beautiful part of the world. It I'm is. A fan it of the weather. <laughs> Weather's the worst. <laughs> it's awful. Yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't even think I realized how bad the weather was until I moved here. And I was like, oh, it's not always gray and cloudy. And No, it is everywhere that's not here. Right. And I was like, oh, you don't have to live your winters this way. Um, yeah. So I was <laughs> born and raised in Pittsburgh and then um, moved out here in 2004. So I've been here. It'll be 20 years in September, which is just crazy. So wow. I lived here more than anywhere else. Um, yeah, I, um, let's see, I have, uh, an amazing husband and like the best daughter on the planet, Aubrey, um, who just turned nine last week. Ah, um, you're about to have a birthday too, if memory serves. That's right. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. 29 is a big one. We don't want to miss it. No, I'm, I'm going to be 44 and I'm totally okay with that. Cool. How did you get into real estate? So interestingly, I kind of just, 
I mean, and I would imagine this is the majority of the people that you speak with and the people that I know just kind of fell into it. Um, I went to college for communications. I just kind of, it seemed to be the only route of like something that I felt any connection to um, and didn't really have a direction. And so I kind of took that and then did a, a couple like, I don't know, office-y kind of jobs um, a long, long time ago and then fell into the liquor and service industry space um, and did that for a, a majority of my adult life, really. Um, and then during COVID, that industry just was non-existent anymore. It just wasn't even an option. And I had gotten to the point where like, I was in a really, really fortunate position where, you know, if I wanted a new job, I could call most people and, you know, I had done it long enough. I had enough experience and I was able to get a job, but there just weren't any. And I mean, literally all restaurants were closed. I was working for a brand at the time. I was working for Milagro Tequila. Um, and, you know, they had given us a, a little bit of a heads up and said, hey, you're eliminating your position. You know, it's COVID. Um, and you have like two months severance. And, you know, it just kind of clicked. Like, Holy shit, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. So. I just really sat and thought about the things that I liked about my previous job or all the jobs really in the past, which was, you know, being able to hang out with people and, you know, kind of incorporating my passion for real estate. So like I was able to purchase my first home in Pittsburgh when I was 21. And then uh, my husband and I owned a home here and then we had bought another one. So like, it was just something that like going through that process, I really enjoyed. And I was like, okay, well, I think I can do this. And I was like, well, I have the time, right? <laughs> it's COVID. I have nothing <laughs> time to sit here and figure out like, okay, I'll just the course. Right. So it was all virtual. I did it online. I, I really spent like, a, it was a full-time job for me. So like 40 hours a week, just kind of locked in my office, just taking the classes and learning all this stuff. And as I was going through it, I was like, oh, I really like this. Like, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it. I was like, I, I love this. So then it just kind of clicked. And then a couple months later, you know, bam, real estate. Okay. So Jen, did you have any idea that Aaron had only been doing this since the pandemic? No. Okay. That's what Aaron, I was sitting here thinking like the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Your acumen and your production thus far for such a short period of time is really badass. Thank you. I've been yeah. really fortunate. Okay, and obviously not real easy to get out and meet people during the pandemic either. No. So where it did was... it start? How, where did where did your first clients come from? Yeah. So interestingly, I mean, what during COVID was when I kind of was like studying and doing all this stuff. So really, by the time I finished everything, it was like the end of 2020. And sure. then, so really, I started in 21, basically like January 1st. And I um, primarily got business from doing open houses. I was like, Brilliant. where can I go and meet people? And it was kind of this like perfect storm of like, everybody's so excited to be back out in the world again. And, <laughs> uh, you know, and so rates were you know, two and a half, three percent 3%. And I mean, the market was just getting flooded with buyers. 
and so every open house I would do, and it's come to my attention, you know, now and even then, that it wasn't common to have a lot of success with open houses. And so I, I don't know what the magic sauce was for that, but I think it was just really making a connection with people and keeping it casual, kind of like the liquor industry, right? Um, and so that kind of steamrolled a little bit and then just started. I, I literally in the beginning, I had zero intention of working with anybody I knew. I was like, I'm brand new. Why, why in the world would they want to work with me? And then as time progressed, it started to become more referral and friends and all that. So. You know, okay, so let's back up a little bit because Jen and I are going to vehemently disagree with you. We think open houses are fucking brilliant. If they're being done properly. Yep. Yep. And yeah, guys, this open houses are not a technique to sell that house. Open houses should be a technique to generate leads, add your audience, build up your database, let people know who you really are. And that's a big piece of the puzzle. What you just said is that you were just casual and had fun with it like you had in the liquor business and that's what people want we're tired of being sold to and people do still want to buy they just don't want to be sold so if you're able to do something and this is for all of you if you're able to do something like open houses where you're really able to give an audience if that happens to be people coming through an open house so be it a real taste of who you are because they already know what you do you're, you're at the open house. There's no reason to talk about real estate. They right. know what you do. And you right. can really kind of help them figure out who you are. There are going to be people that you click with. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, I think we, Jen and I would say that open houses are actually pretty badass uh, lead gen, audience building uh, opportunities. No question. Yeah. And then I'm assuming that those initial clients that came from that activity have generated repeat business have referred you more business yep and then obviously as time went on the people who actually do know you prior to real estate have also sought out your expertise (laughs) buying a house selling a house these kinds of things you know and it's funny because new real estate agents have that mentality that i'm new to this why would anybody want to use me ah but Let's, and we talk a lot about the doctor model. Be the doctor. You make a doctor's appointment, all of you, you make a doctor's appointment, you you see the person at the front desk, you check in, you see the billing person, you see the person that makes your next appointment, you see the nurse, you see the doctor for five out of 60 minutes. So that's something that we really want to work on when it comes to our lead gen and our team structure, et cetera. But be the doctor in the sense that I would prefer a 40 about to be 44-year-old doctor, (laughs) to the 80-year-old doctor. This guy was not in school when the medical technology that reigns supreme today was accessible. And all of you that are newer agents, it has changed. It has developed. We do things a little differently than we did 10 years ago, 20 years ago. And while we have continuing education requirements across that industry, across all of these industries... You have a wealth of knowledge coming out of real estate school that is fresh in your mind. And I think so many agents adopt that same attitude while I'm new, so nobody would want to work with me. And that's not true. You're the one with the freshest knowledge. Get out there and don't be selfish with it. Share it with all the people you know, you like, you love. 
in your circles, in your family, in your tribes, because you have that information. Help them with it. Yes. Share it with them. Don't be selfish. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're you're totally right. I think one of the things for me was that we have, you know, an amazing friend group, but within that group, we have a handful of other realtors that our friends have worked with. And you know, I think, you know, the expectation Still? was, <laughs> I just didn't, I didn't want to infiltrate that group that way because it just, I wanted to have that respect for the other people that, that I use to purchase our houses in the past. Right. So sure. I just felt like, okay, if they want to come to me after a certain time, great, but I'm not going, that's not going to be my, my focus. And everybody knows a thousand agents. Right. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to prove myself outside of my sphere in a different way. And then if they want to come and work with me, I, I would obviously love that. Right. And they have, and it's been amazing. So ah, that's because of who you are, not what you do. Right. Getting there. Yep. Okay. So yeah, that's probably one of the biggest things we try and get people to understand and focus on is guys, your audience knows you're a real estate agent, that you're in real estate, that you're in mortgages. If your audience doesn't know that we got to go back to marketing 101 anyway. Right. But because we're so tired of being somebody's target audience, because we're so tired of being sold, even though we want to buy, we care a lot more about who you are than what you do. 100%. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I mean being, being genuine is hands down the biggest, the biggest thing that I think has gotten me business, right? Like I actually do care about all these people and like how buying or selling real estate is, is going to change their lives. Change right? their so, lives. Yeah. And when you're worried about them, it keeps you up at night. It literally does. And yeah. you have real estate dreams. Yes. Just yeah. like, you know, when you work in restaurants, I don't know if you've ever worked in restaurants and you have those chains where you're staying in the well and tickets are just coming at you. Very similar. It's uh, well, that's more of a nightmare than yeah. a dream, but yeah, <laughs> uh, I have, and Jen has too. Uh, yeah, we have done, we've done the bar and restaurant gig. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, mad respect for everyone who has, because um, that is a, a crash course in a lot of things. A lot of them that Jen and I feel are valuable in, what we all do today. When I'm looking to add to my operations team, I open my eyes and ears quite a bit more to servers. Good yeah. attitude, work ethic, attention to detail, uh, can juggle multiple tasks. I think people that work in bars and restaurants got it going on. And I would say I probably have been able to do this job and until now. Like, I think the skill set that I acquired doing all those other things and just the life experience, like this job, I, I couldn't have done it in my 20s. I probably couldn't have done it in my 30s. So I'm really, timing-wise, it just kind of aligned. And I, I feel like I really developed all the the traits that I needed to, like, make this work. Erin, would you say that today your business is strictly repeat and referral? Um. I mean, no, because I still do open houses. So, okay. yeah, I mean, I, and I love that because it's yeah, not and I, I'm not sure that that's kind of in a gray area in between, because um, you're not spending any money, you're not buying leads, you're not advertising, you're not marketing, right? You're prospecting, and that's kind of where we draw the line here as well. Is the difference between marketing and prospecting? And in my mind, marketing means dollars, right? Okay, um, so I, I don't know. I think I would consider open houses part of a repeat and referral business, Jen? Yeah, I would agree. Right? Um, so I would say yep. 
Yeah, it probably is. Well, then um, in that case, yes. Okay. <laughs> That's, I love that. Tell us a little bit about your team. What does it look like? Are you out there rogue doing it all by yourself? Yeah. So um, interestingly, uh, so I have a partner that I work with and we really, so my, my team is called the Henderson Home Group, but it's primarily me. I have a TC and then I have a partner who we just kind of work together. We don't necessarily share any of our, you know, business clients necessarily. Sometimes we'll refer back and forth if, if it makes sense. But her and I met at an open house, actually, right when we both started. And she was there doing a showing with some clients and she had asked to use the bathroom. And I was like, sure. And then we just started chatting and we just kind of connected and we just kept staying in touch. And then over the course of time, she was not thrilled with where she was like in terms of her brokerage and what she was getting. And I was like, well, come over, you know, I'm a guide up. It was BSW when I first started and I've always been there. Um, and I was like, come over, you know, it's awesome. And let's work together and we can, you know, just try to figure this thing out together. Cause there's a lot to figure out. There's a lot to figure uh, out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured two heads are better than one. So we just kind of tag team. And now, I mean, our, our businesses are, autonomous but we really do a lot of stuff on the back end together which i think is really helpful same tc yes you guys are sharing a tc yep. cool okay yep. and it's literally just the three of you making it work we're trying yeah oh, aaron you're you're killing it oh thanks you're, you're fairly new to the business your business is essentially repeat and referral um, are there any other lead gen techniques, tactics outside of open houses you want to talk about that you're having? I, I mean, no, I honestly, like, I, I really, I'm trying to figure out how to implement other, other ways of just kind of reaching people. I know that YouTube and social media and all those things, but I am like a very um, analog person. I mean, I will post like, pictures of my daughter and my dogs in a couple random houses on social. And that's like, as far as like my tech abilities have allowed me to go, um, which is one of the nice things too, about partnering um, with Nicole is that she's 10 years younger than me. She's much more involved in like social and that world. And so she, she makes fun of me for being on Facebook and she's like, it's Instagram and YouTube. And I'm like, I just, I can't. So I'm trying to maybe figure out how to make that work. And but otherwise, no. I mean, it's it's really repeat and referral. And then, um, if you have any suggestions? I'm totally open. Hey, Jen. I mean, I think we both disagree on the Facebook comment. Yeah, Sorry, Adam. Um, because I mean, even my I mean, I'm 34, mm -hmm. and even my primary audience is still on Facebook. I've got a lot going on Instagram, but I have to nurture it a lot more. Yeah. Um, your your people are on Facebook, so yeah. I mean, of course, it sounds like you could be doing more on Facebook. But I would disagree. I would not discount Facebook at all. Yeah. Well, I don't. I think for me, it's great. But yeah. it makes fun of me because it's antiquated. Oh, you know. Okay, Jen, don't tell Erin, who is apparently a self-described Luddite, that she is currently on a video cast live streaming to Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube at the oh, same blowing time, my mind. which is about to be converted <laughs> to a podcast for Apple, Spotify, and Amazon because 
She would never believe that the technology is going to enable her to <laughs> hit all these platforms with so much ease. Don't tell her. It's true. Okay. All right, I won't tell her. Okay. And I told my daughter too, because you know, she's nine, so she's a YouTube fanatic. And I don't mean I don't even ever go on YouTube, not ever. Um, and so I don't even really know how it works. But I was like, Mama's gonna be on YouTube. And she was like, Oh my god, like that might be the the pinnacle of my career for her. Uh, so that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. My youngest is, he's just a little younger. He's about to be nine, yeah. uh, is in that same genre. And he will actually live stream the building of VR video games to his YouTube channel. I don't yep. Know. Uh, that's over. I'm a techie guy. And that went over my head. Aaron, I'm not going to be able to explain it any better than that to you. Uh, my, my self-described Ludite, but <laughs> There was an episode, Jen and I are doing the podcast. He's homesick for the day, finds out that we're streaming live on YouTube. And he must have made 300 comments over the 30 minutes. Oh, yeah. You know what? I was very very conscious to not mention to Aubrey that it was going to be live right now that she could watch. Because I was like, she's just going to be. So I was like, we'll just do it later. Well, the good news is Jen's an (laughs) expert at regulating that. Oh, Uh, yeah, we've got that. All right, so Jen, what's coming down the pike? What are you going to adopt and implement in the next year or two? Are we looking for any growth? Are we going to implement some new ideas to stay in front of our audience better? What what do you what do you got out there that you want to grasp onto? What's the next technique, tactic, activity once we've mastered open houses? Yep. So you know, I think that for me, what I've recognized to be my my greatest strength is just being with people, right? It's it's what I actually love to do. And so my whole intention for this year is to just spend more time events and going to happy hours and hanging out and just actually like immersing myself within the people that I actually care about and that one that I want to spend time with. And my hope is that that will translate into them continuing to refer me and, you know, continuing to understand that I they do know what's going on in this market and that I, you know, can help them, which feels really nice. Uh, but that's my intention. And then, you know, trying to just pick up the phone a little bit more. Um, I think that's going to be really important. For me. Oh, it's really important. Yeah. And those yeah. are actually two of our favorite techniques. Yeah. Oh, good. The, the contact management stuff, we focus on very, very heavily. Mm-hmm. In fact, I would say that in the classic practice what you preach kind of avenue, I still get more business and do more lead gen work picking up the phone than any other single technique or tactic. Yeah. And it's such an uncomfortable, uncomfortable thing to do, I think, initially. And then you just have to realize, like, well, it's just kind of like just talking to somebody in person. Right. So. Yeah. And um, for you and for everyone else listening, uh, Jen and I recommend Overcoming Call Reluctance. Great book by a colleague and one of my former coaches uh, that I think is, uh, in fact, when he wrote it, said, you got to read it. And I said, I don't have any call reluctance. And he said, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, after decades of doing that. And he's like, yeah, you do. And he was right. I still do have things that I need to get better at and overcome uh, in order to make that more um, viable, more uh, 
productive. Let's put it that way. Um, I think you'd kill it on the social media, but I was sure you were going to tell us that uh, your very easy hair care routine was going to be on that list. I guess (laughs) we'll have to save that for the next episode, but uh, we will certainly do that. But yeah, Aaron, for you, for everybody else out there, pick up the phone. There's money at the other end of that line. I promise. Yep. All right. What else? What else do you want to know? <laughs> uh, where you're headed. What's the goal? How many units do you want to do this year? I mean, you know, it's interesting. I Everybody says set goals and all the things. And I, my goal I, is... To, I suck at it. Don't get me wrong. I'm the, I'm the worst because I'm just, I'm not a numbers driven person. Um, and so for me, my goal is more just to kind of match what I've been doing and to feel good about what I'm doing and to just be able to live in this real estate space that's super competitive that people are getting out of left and right. You know, I mean, I just want to be able to, to stay where I am. I'm still so new. Um, and so just really focusing on consistency a little bit more than I have, just because when I first started, it was like, fly by the seat of my pants and trying to figure this shit out. And, you know, now that I'm figuring that piece of it out and and being able to actually take some time and like really kind of put some structure into my business, I think is, is going to be a huge goal for me. I don't have a number in my head. I just, I want to keep doing what I'm doing and, and asking, you know, being asked to be on podcasts. (laughs) Cool. Well, that's working. Excellent. And we're actually going to ask you to do it again. Oh, that's so crazy. I know. And I'll bet you I have a little bit more uh, of the technology stuff under your belt by then too. We'll see. I'm going to try to figure out this AI thing. I think that's going to be huge. Now we do a module on AI in our program and Jen uh, Jen is killing it with AI, uh, but Jen obviously heavily focuses on graphics and video and these kinds of things. Um, she cannot get AI to make a good zebra, but for some and reason, those poor yoga students last week. Those, oh, story. those! Oh boy, they were all twisted like pretzels. That is, yeah, you should share that just in a what not to do in yoga. Right. If you right. have one a, of them looks like it was birthing itself. One if has you have a lower leg coming out of your rectum. You're doing yoga wrong. Wow. Yeah, they were so bad. That was and that was Canva AI. I, I was know. really that. I thought it had gotten a lot better, but those yoga students were um, uncomfortable to say the <laughs> least. It was bad. It made yeah. my body hurt just looking at the images that Canva's AI created of yoga poses. Yes, uh, like that was yoga. rough. All right, Jen, what else do we want to share with people? We we covered Aaron. We covered your red hair. That's probably yeah, all the, I mean, that's that's it, right? the really big yeah, stuff. All right. Yeah. Uh, this Thursday, we have our first ever public Tip of the Tips master class. Uh, that's at 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Um, and since apparently no one knows what Mountain Time is, that's 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific. Mountain Time is the little lost time zone over here. It's like being um, Gen X. Is, uh, that's true we're, we're the that's, lost time zone that's true i actually side note i saw a, some tiktoks this weekend about gen zers that are like oh, we're becoming more and more like millennials because they're feeling old because of gen alpha and i was it was just amusing like gen z is actually starting to get into their 20s which makes me feel old but yeah that's well, all they're gonna have to buy advil yeah. soon right um <laughs> <laughs> i actually read next year is the start of generation beta 
2025 is Gen Beta. Anyway, um, Thursday, 1 p.m. Mountain Time is the Tip of the Tips Masterclass. It is $69 for an hour and a half class with us, literally going over our coaching program. Start to finish, you'll walk away with a ton of stuff that you can implement in your business right away, um, some ideas to further explore, but everything from contact management to AI to event planning, podcasting, social media, all of it. Um, so that is on Thursday. And you can get the link. Uh, if you just go to justthetipscoaching.com, you can buy your ticket or text tips to 63566. And it's in there too. But um, yeah, that's Thursday. Cool. Somehow. That's, that's exciting. Thursday. Yeah. It's already yeah. February. I don't know how that happened. Although January wow. did have 99 days in it. So. Yes, it did. <laughs> God, it absolutely that, did. that month was the longest year of my life. Yep. Yep. Feel the same way. Cool. Well, thanks, Aaron. I know it's not easy to carve out this kind of time on a Monday morning for us no, to do this. And um, we do this in a very different manner, obviously. And I'm sure now people will be beating down your door to get you on their podcast. Right. Um, and most of them are recorded and edited, that kind of thing. And while we do have some editing, we we do it live, which is really, really unique. Not a lot of podcasts uh, start this way. So uh, we've got that going, and you did really well. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you got one under your belt now. Did easy, super painless. Right. Well, Jen, get Aaron booked for another episode because that'll be a gas. Um, and who knows what color your hair will be at that point? Me? Oh, Jen. Yeah. Oh, Jen, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was a surprise to me this morning for sure. Um, I'm out. I'm out of the loop with what goes on in my office. Everybody knows, and Adam's always the last to know, which is fine. That's kind of how it goes at home too. Um, I'm used to it. Um, so yeah, otherwise, thank you so much, Aaron. And for the rest of you listening live, watching live or in syndication, you can catch us live on Mondays at 1030 Mountain Time. That's 1230 Eastern for those of you that don't know that there is a time zone in the mountain region. Or 930 Pacific Time for those of you that don't know there's a time zone in the mountain region. And otherwise, yeah, use our text code, text tips to 63566 to catch all kinds of other things about us, past episodes of this show, our video blog, the weekly little tip. Uh, you can get a copy of uh, the books I've written if you are a reader. We already covered that as well today. And that's probably about all the things. Cool. And oh, and Jen is dying for speakers and sponsors for Social Media Day. That's June 14th. June 14th. June 14th. Yep. Nailed it. Um, yep. And that's one of uh, Jen's uh, projects and babies is Social Media Day. And you can get information about that by going to socialmediadaydenver.com. SM, SM Day Denver. Or just email me smdaydenver at gmail.com if you're interested. Right. But yeah, we are still looking for speakers and sponsors and we'll be launching all of that very soon. So, cool. yeah. All right. Well, that's it from our end. Tune in next time for another episode of How I Met Your Mortgage. And we'll see you guys then. Thanks, guys. <laughs>